Hello, this is Joseph and Train, and welcome to a new episode of Home of Sound. Home of Sound is the virtual and global home for any music lover to connect, learn, and engage with the electronic music community. We started the platform with this very podcast series to discover and share insights into the life, work, and tools of producers, DJs, VJs, promoters, label owners, playlist curators, and other creators. Since the global pandemic hit, we launched a series of online masterclasses with creators such as Ansom, Scaramella, Francois X, Swarm Intelligence, Freddy K, Face Fatal, BJ Martinovna, Malika Maria, Lag, BSK, Romek, Manny D, Arjun Bagale, and many, many more. If you're interested in the masterclasses, you can access any of them, also in bundles, on demand at www.homeofsound.co.uk. To say hi, connect with us, suggest new guests, leave feedback, and see what else we're up to, you can find us on Instagram at home underscore of underscore sound. And for all the other links, visit linktr.ee slash home underscore of underscore sound. And now, let's start with today's guest. Enjoy. Nice to see you, Lydia. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so I happy. Yes, yeah, I, I, I'm really happy to see you. Uh, it's, it's strange to, uh, to have an interview with you because we, yeah. <laughs> we know each other for more than 10 years. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. And, we, and we not professional uh, situation. <laughs> a, lo- a lot of uh, background stories. Huh? So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> let, let's, start, let's start with the, with the origins. I think it's, it's connected with the music. Uh, and then we can also talk bad about Bartolo, our common friend. <laughs> and we hope uh, uh, him is alive, no? Yeah, exactly. I'm gonna tag him on uh, on the description now. <laughs> but okay, so um, so Olivia, one one thing that's like when you and I met was probably 2007, 2008, and it was in uh, yeah, around around that time, and it was uh, for in Rome underground rave parties. And I, I remember you were playing with machines. You were one of the few people that were, that were was playing with uh, analog gear, and you were playing live. What do you remember about that era that was more than ten years ago now? And it was really nice period. Uh, don't exercise anymore, I think. Uh, not like before. Uh, was so cool because um, I starting uh, to play machine and uh, approached music with the uh, improvisation. So I never prepared like the live set for the rave. I just go there, make a cue, waiting mm-hmm. uh, and play when it's my time. And uh, yeah, it's so powerful because uh, in the rave party you have a, a huge sound system. Yeah. Uh, the people so like um the, the first experience uh, it's really a nice experience no super nice and yes something different from the club uh, i remember it uh, you play in the back of the sound system so it's something different from clubs no you are yeah. not the star of the show no you play usually for people who never yeah. been to these parties uh, we, music represent you yeah huh? exactly so for people who are listening and who haven't been to uh, this type of practice like when you play it is not like a conventional club you play behind the speakers and the speakers are, are usually a wall of speakers yeah exactly higher so than you. high 
so high. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so al almost no one can see you, and you cannot see people, and it's strange. But I think we say "dietro uh, le casse," like behind the speakers, basically. That's the term. <laughs> yes, but but you feeling the people, you feel the the dancer, no? Yeah, uh, you you can, yeah, you always can see a bit because no, uh, you have like the what do you say? Um, like a hole, like between speakers, you can see. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So you're watching a bit what's happening on the other side, and also yeah. friends coming to say yeah. But uh, yeah, it's completely different vibes, I think, and uh, gives gives me the opportunity to groove up uh, um, in a different way. Yeah, for sure, because it, like compared to the club experience, it's a very different world. Like there is a lot of uh, uh, stuff that goes. Uh, there is a big craze in rave parties. Sometimes the fest, the the parties last for days, and you are there like for days. And it, it's there's a part of me that I still remember, like you become like uh, not you, but like everybody becomes like some sort of like animal. You start thinking in a different way. You, but it's so enjoyable and so different from what we are used to in a club, where everything is tends to be very clean, very neat. People dress up nicely. Uh, yes, exactly. Also, now when you play in a club, so you go there professionally. You make some checkups. Everything uh, needs to be perfect. Uh, and in great party, it's just you leave the time, the yeah. moment, no? Yeah. Um, that's you, why also... Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. That, that's why also for me, um, playing music, uh, it's <laughs> leave the moment is not something uh, already prepared. Because you don't know uh, which vibes you find there. No? Yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it's always very different and, uh, and it's always very... Um, non-perfect uh, there's always problems no. <laughs> but this is part of a human feeling now so it's uh yeah, yeah i'm on one side i prefer this uh, no when it's imperfect when it's not perfect uh, yeah exactly yeah do you remember that, that any... doesn't size no no it, it doesn't exist and the, the do you remember specifically like any any episode any event where things went really badly like you know things started fucking up when you were about to play in uh, and you had an experience that was uh, crazy for you in Clapton rave let's, let's talk about raves first a bad experience in rave when i play or, or just like um an experience that was very like you had a uncomfortable situation let's say something crazy I happened uh, uncomfortable uh, was one time I waiting like a lot of hours to play and uh, it was so um, difficult because uh, behind the uh, day <laughs> yeah. and uh, I, I play with a machine and I can't see the light on the machine and it's not a club so you have just a table and sun and I remember a friend uh, come with a piece of uh, paper and I play with a guy in front of me with a piece of paper to cover from the sun. <laughs> this was uh, not uncomfortable, uh, but no, I had like a panic moment. Uh, I, I don't know which, uh, yeah, help, uh, I received uh, help from friends. But uh, before uh, it was like, oh fuck, what I do right now? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like this. So, it, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, sometimes like it does happen that you have uh, crazy stuff happening. You need to problem solve on the spot. 
we would have yeah, impro also improvisation and also people don't know you now because it's not like people call you uh, to play you mm -hmm. just go there and it's possible uh, you are in another city and uh, you don't know anybody and you just go there and play also you you, you need to believe in what you want to do <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and so do you remember specifically like how did you get involved in into into the scene into rave practice in, in Italy when you started? Um like um uh party um girl <laughs> I starting um from trans from the secondary school. We just uh, meet a guy go uh, to a rave party and uh, of course we are curious and we go to enjoy it but it was a a little one, uh, a really little one, uh, like two speakers in a booth, <laughs> wow. like this. And uh, but it was amazing <laughs> because you feeling the the vibes and people enjoy the situation and it's not important how cool it is. It's just enjoy together the the music. The music. Yeah. Yes. No. What 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 simple was. Natural, I don't know. And but the second one was a really huge um, uh, rave. Was the um, Equinox? Maybe yeah, yeah. Uh, people came from the same. Remember the Equinox? Mm -hmm. And um, so it was like entering uh, um, another system, another city. You know, you have a street uh, uh, created from uh, counter and uh, machine parking around. You know? And uh, that was like, um, okay, I'm feeling at home, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yes, and and I feeling like mm, more party uh, after party music uh, behind so important. Yeah, yeah, super important. So, so, do you remember what year was that when you started going to rave parties before you played? It was 2006, 2007. I think uh, because uh, I, I I'm buying the the first machine uh, with my ex boyfriend so at for uh, yes at, around uh, 15, 15 uh, yeah, in the end of the 15 and okay. after six months uh, I I had the the first live <laughs> wow after after six months I I don't hold with uh, other people, uh, not like friends coming to my house, uh, enjoy time, and I am on side with a machine like this yeah. <laughs> for six months. And after I starting to play, because I don't remember somebody say you can go with the machine and ask you the sound system to play. Now you were like, okay, cool, I'll do it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Why not? Super. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, of yeah. course, my friends uh, say, yes, play Zeca for us, like this. That, that was amazing. Like, and, and I remember like there were, there were a lot of crews in Rome who were putting on rave parties. Uh, do you remember, was there any specific ones that you were in contact with that you enjoyed spending time with or playing for? Uh, can you make again the question? Yeah, of course. There were a lot of crews and tribes of people who were doing parties do you remember yes, any yes. names of uh, of the old ones that you you liked or you were playing for um 
in the last time uh, um, was uh, mostly the family tax fund system mm -hmm. because uh, the French queue doesn't uh, come anymore to centralize Italy like one time per month. So uh, the time just main same and uh, family tax make a raid and chronic. But um, uh, for example, main train have uh, a lot of DJ in the queue, so it was so difficult to <laughs> to play, and it was better uh, with the with the other queue. But at uh, uh, one time, I play in the Tracas uh, system, yeah. and uh, another time in a huge one, but really I didn't remember the name of the. I, I don't remember now yet. Was the second party after we we do a one week party and just we change plays. Uh, so I didn't remember which town was. <laughs> yeah, it must have been also like a big, a big mess. But yes. Do, do you, so when you think about that experience of your life, which was super important, I imagine for your growth uh, and your career as well, like your music. Is there anything that stayed with you in terms of influences or um, tools, techniques to play? In the end, I think not. Um, I, I love uh, techno and uh, techno tribe, and I played it before, but when I stopped to, to do rave, uh, and I stopped to use machine as well, mm -hmm. because it's just, I starting to use Ableton in the first years, I, I didn't make techno. Also, my first P on TrickTac Records, uh, the demonstration, uh, I take a completely different way. And I think that's because before uh, I never thinking about do a track. Yeah. I just play. I never recording what I do before 18. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I don't, I didn't care. I, I just enjoy to play and play. Yeah, you were just busy jamming and, and like not yes. recording stuff for releasing. Yeah. No. And and so your first release on Trick Track Record was on was in 2013, if I remember correctly, right? I think and, yes. And at that time, I think you were you were already playing in clubs. Like I remember you playing in um in maybe Chicoli Illuminati or Chicoli the artistic. Can't forget that. Um no. Uh in both of <laughs> <laughs> this club. Yeah, then uh, in the animal uh, social club, uh, yeah. I played yeah. it for the first time in a club. And I think uh, uh, you was there because I, it was Bellaria. No, it was, was the first uh, organization from um, uh, Resistance. Wow. Yeah, of course. Yes. And they, in the other, in the other, um, uh, Rune played at the same time of me, Animatech. Animatech, yeah, yeah, of course. And I, I remember, yeah. like, <laughs> we, we also played there. And <laughs> it was, it, Animal Social Club was uh, one of the best clubs Rome ever had. Yeah. One of the best vibes. Uh, it was this massive, not, not massive, but like it was a warehouse, uh, two rooms, uh, really good vibe. You would smoke inside. It was like rough. Three days party. Three days party. <laughs> And good cocktails, actually, which was yes, really, yes, really good cocktails. <laughs> I remember I was drunk in the gigs in the animal social club. <laughs> yeah, 
I think yeah, <laughs> people people like would get you drunk very easily with like giving you free free drinks when you were playing. It, it, was, yeah, yes. it was a was an adventure. And what what made you make the transition to play from rave parties, so very very underground culture and scene, to go and playing in clubs? What actually? Let me ask you: Was the music you were playing different, or it was the same music but different environment? was um, at all completely different because I didn't play with machine and I starting to prepare live set with uh, with Ableton. And today I can see I didn't really enjoy because yeah. it was prepared and I can't, I, I can't get drunk <laughs> also because I don't need to think so much about it because it's already all prepared. I just uh, use the um, controller with a filter effect and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, okay, but it's not my uh, approach. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. It's not what I like to do. And But in the beginning uh, was the um, way I, t- I took for dual uh, live in the club. Because it was different. You need to, to play right. You can make like mistakes, no? Um, uh, you, you get paid also for play, <laughs> <laughs> and also I'm. It's different because I don't know. I'm feeling so comfortable uh, to do live uh, with techno music uh, with the machines, but when I'm thinking about okay, go to club, I get paid, so I need to prepare something. Blah blah blah. Uh, it's it's less. Uh, yeah, it's not uh, so much free. Yeah. Uh, was in the beginning, yes. I think also, um, uh, for me, it was different. So I, I care more about stuff and I get uh, different, uh, yes, yeah. way to play. Got it. And, and the, so you, you always, you always been close to machines. Like you always, yeah. even now, when I, when I see your sets, like you play a lot with machines and analog devices. Yes. I got, I'm coming back to the roots, yeah. Yeah, coming back to the roots. So you went like full circle. You went like from um, super rough, machine-only sets. Then you went into exploring Ableton, digital devices, DAW, and then eventually going back to the live set with the machines. Is there like a technical reason why you like machines? Or it's just something you feel more comfortable with? It's a workflow, I think. Uh, I'm I, I feeling more comfortable and also... Uh, I, I'm I'm not I don't I don't have fun when I play like Ableton which mm. with Ableton. I really enjoy to make gems, uh, to yeah. improvising. I, I, okay, I can save a sequence of my sequencer because uh, it's better you prefer it, uh, no? I interval yeah. from no that. But that's it. I just have um, I, I don't know say in English canovaccio. Yeah, like each other, no? You just have like a, you improvise, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, uh, with with Ableton, also, also this is the one of the big reason. Every time I use computer, I had technical problems. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. With with analog, I don't have it. Yeah, makes sense. And. Sound quality wise, do you believe that analog is really better? Like sounds better than a machine by sound? Uh, 
if you um, want to stay in a technical way, you need to say no because uh, it's not um, uh, you, you don't make uh, like compression and uh, not so much equalization. And you can work with the mixer, okay, but it's not like uh, because a lot of um, producers uh, starting to make live, uh, but with the tracks already um, mixed, mm. uh, no. Uh, yeah. So I, I, when I make this uh, discussion with people, uh, it's like uh, yes, but uh, you know, when you make live, uh, the music uh, doesn't uh, play and really uh, much. It's much better to play uh, tracks already mixed and blah blah blah. But I have the hate to eight, and when <laughs> you play the hate to eight, completely natural. Uh, I don't care about uh, technical stuff. People uh, uh, really enjoy. Yeah. So I, I think analog stuff gives you the feeling uh, of the energy from the analog. Yes. And yeah, you already know it. The sound is different. So you can see also. I remember it was a, a period the people doesn't play with vinyls for a while, and I uh, go to. Uh, Events uh, in uh, Rashmon uh, was the only club I think people use by me. <laughs> and uh, and it was a um, long time I didn't listen like the sound and I am in one second I say oh I didn't remember like uh, special it's different the other is it's not different in the same way. Yeah, it, it's different and uh, I don't know because now. <laughs> Now it's very it's pretty hard. Like I think most people mostly just play with USB sticks. So digital music, <clears throat> very few people play with uh, with with vinyls. And to be honest, it's hard. It's always hard to understand like whether it sounds much better with vinyl or not. I think it, it's it's in my depends perspective. On, yeah, who plays? The, no, it depends on how many um, uh, vinyls it's uh, scratched or yeah. If yeah. you're cleaning or not, no. Of yeah, course, exactly. analog, uh, analog stuff, also vinyl, need more. Uh, you, you need to care about uh, more, more. Yes, to uh, for, for the durable. Yeah, yeah. For 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 the for yeah. for making them last longer, yeah, for sure. And but I, I think also it's sometimes it's more cool to see like someone who's playing with vinyls uh, people give them more importance because uh, first of all you you have a better like a different selection with music and a different touch and from a DJ perspective I think it's also interesting for who is playing the vinyls because people feel they are uh, doing something they are touching music they are they're not looking at the BPMs it sometimes is more enjoyable for the DJ themselves, not just for the audience. Yes, of course, of course. I don't know. I don't use so much um, the CDJ. I don't mm -hmm. like the feeling, uh, but but um, I know it's important. Uh, also, it's so comfortable also to um, traveling, for example. Um, uh, now, uh, if you take a flight and you don't have the baggage you have just one little bag so i understand i understand also a 30 years old uh, dj after 20 years uh, take the pen drive because uh, yes yeah, it's so hard to, to go to the gig with uh, also the live 
set and uh, the vines uh, it's so ha- heavy no so yeah <laughs> I-, I can understand but uh yeah it's completely different and for me violence is better yeah it's the feeling of touch and to play and uh yeah but but you 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 can have a you can be comfortable uh, for example with CDJ I use a lot to do rep selector because I like to make a loop and mm-hmm. you can you can do uh I starting to um, to try to scratching and make uh, you know like a, a double uh, uh vinyl that, to yeah. repeat uh, not but but it's it's, it's like sport yeah it's, it's <laughs> and, much more difficult, yes yeah. Yeah, so much difficult. But this is the point, no? Um, the 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 worst, the, the bad things is the something special can be. Uh, I don't know. More people can can make this, but before it was like yeah. uh, you can do it just in one way, and just people have this skill can do, no? Yeah, yeah. It it takes much. It, it's harder definitely than, than playing um, uh, with CDJs, and I think people appreciate that uh, it takes more time to do that. So when you show up with three records, uh, you're playing three records at the same time. It's also sometimes it's also more fun to watch. You're entertaining more people. People will look. You you feeling uh, when when you starting yeah. with three fades on. Yes, well, it's a good feeling. So you have the it's control of something difficult, no? If you yeah. put sync, uh, yes, okay, you can be uh, uh, more focused on equalization and other stuff, but I, I think it's not the same feeling. Yeah, it's a, it's a different feeling. And yeah, and it, it, I, I guess, like, you know, doesn't mean that you play don't play well if you play only with CDJs. I'm sure there's tons of DJs that are amazing. CDJs as well. I think vinyls are uh, enjoyable in a different way, I think. Depends if you don't care about uh, how to do stuff and you're thinking just about the results mm-hmm. or you are interested to, okay, this set uh, it's made from on how he plays. Uh, somebody cares, somebody don't. So, yeah. Also, that's why, no? And, and that's, that's, I think that what we were saying before as well, like, it, if you enjoy more DJing with binaries, that's perfect. I think that you should be doing you should be doing more of that, like uh, uh, yeah, for anyone. Yeah, and and you spoke about your workflow before. You say that a lot of your production comes from uh, live jamming, and you have this kind of live jamming approach to your music. What is your workflow when you are making music? Uh, usually, I am. Uh, I have an idea uh, when I'm starting to do a track uh, already in my mind. Uh, so I prepared all the all the um, uh, the sound and I play. And when I understand, I I take the feeling. I start to recording. Yeah. And sometimes I just starting to recording. And sometime, uh, in the meantime, I prepare the sound. I understand where I want to start. And so, like, uh, that 
something to make me a mistake, but uh, I still doing. I starting to recording and I get back to the silence. Okay. <laughs> and after I starting the track. Yeah. So basically, yeah. you you go back and forth between uh, new sketches and experimentation. And at some point, when you're happy with what you are playing, you're like, okay, let me record this and let's make it into a track. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I, I make um, uh, two or three recordings and I listen back. Uh, Sometimes I do, of course, editing because uh, when you are focused on sound, uh, maybe the, um, the modulation uh, is so long and you want to make sure. So, so yes, I'm working on uh, editing after, of course. Sometimes not. Sometimes it's uh, uh, possible I do seven minutes and I like... Uh, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. For example, wow. in Men Mental Groove was a track I made um, like that. Wow. Uh, one, yeah, and uh, I didn't make any uh, editing on that. Wow. Which track, which level was released on? I'm, I'm looking for that now. I think there was an, in your own... Mental Groove right? is on my... Yes. Yeah. Wow, yeah. okay. So there was one take. Yes, and also another one was uh, um, Frenetica well, uh, mm -hmm. on uh, Knick Knack Yoda. This track also was uh, one take, but a lot of track also, uh, an album, uh, it's my favorite, but uh, it's the last listen from the audience, uh, is uh, Vinova Bave. Okay. And uh, the album is completely uh, a live recording without wow. editing. Yes. It, yeah, it's it's amazing. Like it, it takes a lot of like uh, courage as well. Like when you're like in confidence in in the work, to be able to do a first take, you just release it. <laughs> it's possible. Uh, uh, yes, yes, of course. It's a track made one take, but it's possible. I already pay two hours before recording, so you know all of the elements uh, and how to move the um, uh, to yeah. move them. Like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The modulation. That's, that's super interesting. Like in when you are releasing, when you're approaching a release, for example, do you work already with an idea in mind, or you try to go with you jam as much as possible, and then you select the tracks after. Uh, this is my problem uh, about release tracks uh, because uh, I, I just do tracks and I have idea to the track, uh, to each track, but uh, I never make an album concept, for example. The first was, uh, no, I never. I, the, the last um, year, when the pandemic starting, mm -hmm. uh, um, I had for the first time this feeling, okay, yeah, I start to get pretty. I need to go to my place, uh, the studio, and stay there. So I put it off the, the phone for three days and I stay there. And uh, I already know I want to do these three tracks uh, from the feeling I had from the situation from my friends and my family in Italy uh, uh, during the first lockdown. Mm -hmm. This was like, uh, yes. Yeah. But it's not like I, I get there, um, I go in my studio and I'm thinking, okay, I will make this sound. I already have the concept uh, and music uh, go out uh, automatically. It was yeah. like this. So you, you basically approach the, 
for you, it seems to be very important to keep this live and freedom, uh, the live approach and freedom when you're making music. So you don't plan so much about it. Eh? Yes. Yes. I need to be, um, yeah. yeah, I don't want to make uh, something. Uh, yeah. I can, I can change. Yeah. Do, have you ever thought, have you ever uh, gave, given anything like to this, have you ever given any thoughts to this? Like why do you think, uh, do you feel like you get more creative when you don't have a limit, when you don't have a deadline, for example? Um, I don't know. It's not depends from if it's freedom or not, because creativity came and goes. And sometimes you want to do something, so you have an idea and you don't find a way to do. Um, you are artist as well, so sometimes you're feeling now it's not the day to be creative. Yeah. No. Just so, and, the, and, the day sucks. And then you you can't force yourself to do. No. Yeah, yeah it's uh, pretty hard. Like sometimes you just get stuck, and there's not much to uh, to do about it. No, <laughs> you need to stop. And okay, another time is not time right now. Yeah. Uh, also, if you have an idea, of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Help, help me sometime uh, at one um, at this point. Uh, start and uh, stop and start to listen something. Yeah. Yeah. It, I it's think that, good. Yeah, I think it's, it's glitching a bit on Instagram. I don't know. Yes, I see. Maybe it's the internet, but it should go back. Let's see. And okay. And I see Gaia is online. Yeah, Gaia, I'm a friend, Gaia. <laughs> Just joined. Hey, Gaia. <laughs> and, Gaia. And Livia, one question. So you, you released on, in 2013, that was your first release, like uh, on Trick Track Records. So when you look back at that piece of music, do you feel you're, are you still proud of that piece of music, or if you could go back, you would change it? Uh, not change it because it was the uh, was me at the twenty three. <laughs> yeah, and I, I leave. I think you need to flip the camera. I think the, yeah. Yes. In Instagram. Uh, Instagram closing automatically. Oh. Maybe the phone. If you have a charger, maybe that's the. Add, but for the charger, it needs to be vertical. Wait. Oh. Okay. But you guys. Yeah, also because it's on the computer, so now it's uh, 200 degree in my phone. <laughs> it's getting stuck. Okay. Uh, we left you. Okay. Lose, lost you. Uh, okay. Uh, One second, okay. guys, on Instagram. She's going to come back. Yes. <laughs> Whoa, okay. Okay. Uh, Ivan, thanks. Uh, hopefully you will be able to hear it now. Yeah. Start a little video. Uh, okay. Yes, perfect, you're back. Amazing. Okay, hopefully it's gonna work. And yeah. Voila. Uh, the question was, uh... Question was first release your the one the release ah yes if I um, um of course I um 
um, now um, I know I am. I don't want to release music like I released it at 23, but uh, also I'm not so proud. It was my first experimentation out out from great uh, party and techno tribe music. Mm. Uh, so uh, yeah, <laughs> so I just I just yeah. starting to upload my stuff on SoundCloud and this label contact me and I can't believe no like okay it's <laughs> like some months I um, uh, upload music uh, on SoundCloud and SoundCloud was uh, new was the beginning I think in the mm-hmm. 2010 no it was very so, very it wasn't so known. There were very few people that knew SoundCloud that wasn't that big as a platform. Yeah. And it was uh, also uh, not an Italian label. So, um, yeah, I, I was proud for that. Uh, but, of course, it was a different vibe. So, yes, I never I never played uh, my track. I never played at all my track. But, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> That's yeah. That's interesting. But uh, I did a lot of live sets about that uh, release. Yeah, got it. And why you don't you don't play many of your tracks? You don't you get bored? No, of course not. Uh, I feeling uncomfortable because uh, um, I starting sometime, uh, but uh, I don't know. I feeling stupid to play my music when I do live. Uh, and I do DJ set, so DJ set is mixing some things uh, already prepared for anybody. So I don't know; it's something different. I, I do live and I play my music. When I do DJ set, I don't want to play my music because I already do live. It's like this in my mind, no? Yeah. So it's difficult. It I, I choose fresh. my track. Yeah. yeah, it's difficult. I choose. Uh, I won't put my track in this uh, DJ set. Yeah, got it. So for you, yeah. the live set is your music. DJ set is, of course, other people's music and nothing of your music because you already do the live sets. Yeah. Yes. You, you keep things fresh. And I, I know you also launched your own label, Hypnotica Erotica, <laughs> in March. Basically, you did the first release in March 2020. <laughs> yeah, in the beginning. Beginning of the pandemic, uh, first release. Uh, I'm sure it was an experience. <laughs> Tell us more, like, what happened. I... I mm... The, the the vinyl was ready from six months, but we waiting also for promotion, distribution, and blah blah blah. So when I thinking about it, I loved it because <laughs> was I waiting six months uh, for the pandemic, <laughs> basically, wow. no? Because it was yeah, it was around twenty seven in March, and was around the starting lockdown also in uh, Berlin, no? Yeah. So, yeah, I can go. I waiting the time to go to clubs and my friends and make like yeah, personally. No, never happened. Never happened. <laughs> like this. No. <laughs> Destroyed your promotion schedule uh, completely. Yeah. No, this is a lesson. Like you can't prepare the planet something. No. Yeah. You don't yeah. know. You just do it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. There are yeah, so many things true. outside of our control. Like we. You know, Don't excite the perfect time, you know? Very true. I agree. Yeah. And, um, but what's good? Uh, um, uh, the, was, uh, the release was uh, 
was good. It's not like uh, oh shit, my release doesn't uh, sold was sold or not. Mm-hmm. I get a distribution I want. Uh, I get a lot of good promotion. So magazine was interested about it. I get a lot of uh, good feedback, uh, and was a good start. It was a good start, and <laughs> now now it's yeah. been. I'm be more... positive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you you have to be like, especially I think when someone launches a label that is an underground label and it's almost by definition, it's a niche label where it's a very small audience anyways. You need to fight to get visible to this audience. You need to to understand who likes the music. Like you need to be positive. You need to believe in the dream. Otherwise... You need to believe, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise you just get like... You feel like okay, this is not worth it because it's not something you make money out of it, out of like it, it's something you do out of your own passion. But it's it, super hard. Yeah, it's super hard, and also um, yeah, depends which goal you mean uh, you want uh, you aim. Yeah. Uh, but uh, in, in my case. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. I, I don't care about a, a big audience because I know I'm from the underground and I, I don't care about mainstream stuff. Mm, so I, I'm already happy and proud uh, to, to can do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what is your, like, did you have a goal when you started? Do you think I want to launch a label because, no. No, label uh, was, um, uh, I, th- I thinking about it like in 2015, when I really started to um, my career in clubs uh, and the different environments. And uh, I think also I start to uh, mixing, DJing. And uh, I understand completely this is my future and what I want to do for all of my life. And I can, and I don't care how much time uh, I need to, to get it. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the same time, my mind starting to thinking, uh, if I have a label, I want to call like this, I want to um, do this stuff, and uh, blah, blah, blah. And uh, after, uh, when I had the opportunity to spend money, starting, start. That, that that you did it and and I, I read one of your comments uh, on Facebook. I think it was Facebook or maybe Instagram. Wait, that you said that you wanted the label to be a platform for no schemes or genre, and just the free expression of ourselves. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. Sorry. <laughs> I, I was gonna. I, I'm. I'm really interested because this phrase uh, captured my my interest because it, it's it, it's a very interesting phrase and and I wanted to know more about that. Uh, no, it's important because, um, you know, today we need to find uh, a word for everything, a gender, also for sexual direction, uh, for everything. And when I do music, I just think it's music. Mm. Sometimes uh, I already know I don't want to do some for class. I just do music. I don't want to have uh, a limit about that. And also, uh, the, 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 the label wants to express a different way from the artist. For example, the last release is about Lunatic, mm-hmm. and he released just techno music. Uh, yeah. Alessandro, our uh, common yeah. friend as well. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're watching. I think now, Charles Sandro. <laughs> Charles Sandro. Um, and it's a completely different um, side of the artist. That's what I want, no? Because yeah. uh, uh, I think also he produced music uh, with other artists uh, or for a label. So he is smart also thinking about uh, about I, I do this for this, so I do it in this way, no? It's another yeah. uh, mindset. But um, when he sent to me this track, I say, this is perfect because it's to your other side. And maybe it's so difficult to you to release that because it's, oh, it's, it's difficult to solve. Uh, but this is what yeah, I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that's yes. amazing. Like, in the, the thing that I, oh, Alessio. <laughs> Alessio is online. Alessio is online. It's like a revival of uh, our yeah. <laughs> childhood friends. <laughs> and, and so it, with, with Ronatic, for example, so are you not afraid that like people who follow the label then find uh, too many genres and too many types of music on the label? Yes. Sorry, but uh, I have the charge and I don't know where I put my phone. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Okay. Okay. Almost. <laughs> okay, people watch me on Horizon Five. Uh, I think it, it got stuck again. Yeah, I know. Uh, and okay. okay so. Yeah. Okay. No. I think you already me... know. I already see technological digital stuff. Uh, <laughs> technical <laughs> problems. Okay, let's try. Let's try. Uh, if not, we we convert. We divert everyone to to Facebook. Yeah? And yeah. Um, so, Olivia, basically, are you not afraid that people who follow the label and then they see that you're releasing stuff that is sometimes it's techno, sometimes it's electronic, they're gonna get secret. They're gonna be like, okay, no, I don't know what to expect. Uh, but it's completely me, no. Yeah. Also, if uh, I don't have still an agent or. Uh... An agency working for me um, uh, in the last years, uh, or yes, because I'm not, uh, uh, I, I don't have, yeah, um, I don't have a label. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you call me, I can play like uh, everything, uh, depends on which play it is and the vibes, no? So this is something for me create problems on career but I want to be myself uh, and I want to do uh, what I love and uh, of course uh, I always I'm thinking about uh, the dance floor and the contest where I play mm -hmm. um, and I think if I had an uh, um, I'm, I create an audience uh, on my label uh, yeah. uh, at, the, at one point people understand <laughs> Ah, I want to listen this time what what the label made, no? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know so, we want something safe, but uh, yeah. I, I follow my path. Uh, simple and and safe. Uh, you already know. And I don't. Know. Yeah, exactly. I, I think it, it, take, it takes more time when you're doing something that is not exactly fitting in a bucket. But then eventually, when you find your audience. Uh, then you find people who really want you because of the, or maybe because you are different than, than others. Yeah. Yeah. It, it takes more time for sure. 
yes, but I doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and there was um, something that, like, another thing that is super interesting about you for me is that you seem to have origins or influences in music from different places. You have hip hop, you have electronica, experimental, techno, techno EK. Like, where do you think is your musical influence coming from or your inspiration? Yeah, all, uh, all the music I listen to. Uh, rave parties and bars in, in one side. My The music I listen when I was a child. And uh, yeah, for example, my uh, acoustical uh, side, uh, I think, became from uh, my childhood. Like when I was child, uh, my favorite uh, composer was Vangelis. Wow, okay, so very different. <laughs> like wow. uh, five years old, so the sanitizer was already important for me, like, no? <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So, yes, um, the ambient music, uh, this kind yeah. of stuff, o- also rock progressive, uh, progressive rock, or... Um, Yes, and hip hip hop music. Um, I don't know. I just um, I, I didn't listen a lot when I was teenager, like because uh, was the raving time. Uh, but but uh, after twenty, I starting uh, to to play with a computer in the beginning, and uh, was a period that started to listen more electronic music from electronic music uh, I am starting to listen again of course but uh, more focused about hip-hop and rap music also because uh, before I never listened like uh, instrumental hip-hop and uh, it's not like about the test because uh, yeah okay rap music uh, have a lot of poets and important uh, is an important inspiration, but also sometimes it's so rude. So it's it, it's more from the beat. It's more like the structure of music that that how specific artists, I guess, like in general, construct music. That's super interesting for any producer, I think. Yeah, because the beat came from other music like uh, jazz and funk, uh, but it's the basic. When I'm thinking, what 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 is so powerful and relaxing my mind I'm thinking on the beat yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it, for people like us we probably come from uh, from a dance floor that's how we started it's hard to get to get so much uh, far away like from uh, from the beat from the kick drum, yes from, from like the, the sensation of the bass I, I guess it's because we connected with like positive experiences in our lives so we feel like every time we we feel like the, the the music is like going and driving, we feel like it's I don't know bring something back. At least for me, that's you're that's feeling with your body. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You feel like oh, I I imagine and remember myself being in front of like a massive wall of speakers and playing there, or being in a club where I was I don't know hanging out with friends and like everything is super connected and super positive. So I feel good about listening, like about techno, for example, for that reason. I connected yes. with um, all the good stuff. <laughs> uh, for example, I, I don't listen so much techno when I'm home. 
what's relaxing me. It's sad. It's, yeah, same. It's sad. Especially now. I don't know if, did it change for you during the pandemic? Because in the last year, it's super hard. Like, I don't, I can't listen to techno. I don't. Like, it's no, impossible. no. It's, for me, it's the opposite. Uh, the opposite, uh, <laughs> <laughs> this uh, here I listen even more from the other for the past uh, because I really miss <laughs> the parties I think wow okay so be before yeah. you were not listening too much but now you, you listen to more tech yes yes I think also because I'm starting to make um, uh, to digging on internet and I never do before I hate to stay in front of the computer uh, so I never do. Uh, I just go to a shop, uh, to vanish shop. Uh, and now to, to digging on uh, internet, you need to listen uh, more and more, more, more music. So I think also for that. Because there is so much, so much out there that it's uh, simple. Yeah, exactly. You need to <laughs> dig hard to find the right music. Yes. And there was a question from someone on Instagram and I would invite other people who are listening to ask questions so we can ask them to, uh, to Livia for the, before we wrap up. But it's a question from uh, Lauch Stoffheren, something like this. Um, he, she, they are asking, uh, I like to play two different styles. Uh, do you think I should create a new app for the other style? So I, I basically create two different names or user names because I have two different styles. What's your opinion on that, Livia? Um, I, I I don't listen so really good, oh, but yeah, I yeah. think the question is that he likes to play different stuff and he's thinking about have different projects or exactly yeah. Uh, uh, I do all with the same name. I don't care about uh, a lot of uh, nickname also because it's so difficult uh, to create an audience for different projects. And uh, I know it's, it depends uh, to um, which goal you want. If you want uh, to get audience fast, uh, you're working and the way you get. Uh, but I think now also with the um, uh, streaming radio and this kind of stuff, uh, you can be more eclectic and uh, you, you don't have critic uh, from other people. Uh, because uh, I think now it's better to be eclectic uh, so uh, from to from the like one genre one stuff no mm -hmm. so don't be worried about that just uh, also you are so cool if you uh, what I can uh, do in DJ set uh, a good DJ for me is also somebody can mix different type of music uh, and you can feeling, uh, no? You change uh, a, uh, a genre. So, yeah. no, of course, just uh, make a why of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's similar to what we were saying before with your label. Like, uh, I think it, it, it's a bit harder if you have two different styles and genres to then be to, I don't know, to just become known in a certain scene because I, I guess Lord spreading yourself in two, for example. You're dedicating a lot of time to do one thing, a lot of time to do the other thing. And that might 
be harder, but I think it, I agree with you. Like, I think if you feel you are too generous to style, just do it. Yeah, just That's do it. Important. Before people used to use different uh, name and also, yeah, this is a, a choice. Um, but because before it was different, also, I think in 2070, something changed because, uh, uh, yeah, 2017, 18, because before, I get a lot, a lot of uh, gigs without the uh, agency, but uh, mm -hmm. I think uh, was one point uh, music and gigs behind so more a business, and also the booker doesn't make a lot of research like before. So if you are so little and you don't have an agent, it's so difficult to get gigs. No, before it was different. Yeah. Uh, I feeling that after uh, yeah, around twenty. 2017, 2018. So also, also uh, people now want to be sure uh, when they go to listen somebody what they we, we listen. Uh, it's a period. I don't know. <laughs> no. Yeah, I think it makes sense. There is more like. Yeah, in a, in a way, it's, it feels like almost if the the artists themselves are becoming less important. The what matters is, I want to hear banging techno or I want to hear experimental music, and then so the artists that I want to that I listen to has to be has to deliver that. You almost expect that the artist is going to be delivering what you like about their music, but sometimes I would like things to be more mixed. As you would say, like, you know, performance. Yeah. Yes, not something, it's not something from the school, no? It's something, I mean, electronic music and something against rules, no? Yeah. So, yeah, be free to do uh, which kind of mix you want. And also, it's oh, fucking cool, this guy mixing, for example, uh, one time <laughs> I listened to uh, Crystal, um, Crystal Clear, Geometry. I think. He, for the first time, for me, um, I listened for the first time from him at the GJ set when house music and cold wave music created a really fun vibe. <laughs> and uh, also, I followed him and I see he's adding a lot of the um, playlists. So, yeah. for example, not a suit for him, uh, no, like he, he can't improvise because he's working a lot of harmony on the DJ set. And I think also, yeah, on the DJ set, uh, also me, uh, I'm prepared more myself because I can't decide the note, I think, no. But he, he, for example, for me, uh, was like, uh, amazing. He, uh, mixing two completely different vibes and create an amazing vibe. Huh? Very interesting, and you're uh, not the yeah, first phone. one. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the, the phone is. Uh, <laughs> yes. Hey, Chris, a super interesting artist as well. You're not the first guest that we have that mentioned them. I I need to dig into the, to their their music more. Yeah, I, I I find that super interesting. Like especially when there's some very good skills, when someone mixes up genres and and does like fucked up uh, new different stuff. I love it. I love the yes. feeling of it when you're like, especially when you're expecting like, oh, this is going to be a techno set, let's say, and then they throw up 
they, they completely different pull out like a hippo exactly Crazy. yeah i I'm, yeah. i enjoy more when i'm something surprise me no i agree fully agree and also uh, also when, mm -hmm. when you are in the dance floor i'm get more excited when i listen a dj set with tracks uh, i don't know it's much more exciting and, and, and it's more fun than actually listening to uh, either all the tracks you know or just the same music same level same energy it's more uh, fun yeah. to have something that is more and i think now we are ready as a, as a scene even in techno to have more variety because of the pandemic we probably have more variety of artists i don't know i don't want to say nothing about that because i don't know if people take uh, more seriously or completely not after one year of pandemic because uh, i don't want real thing but it's like you know as people don't dancing for after one year i i i think that uh from uh, some events the last year like uh, come on guys you don't play from six months uh, why you don't choose the best uh, track you find is uh in the last month uh no <laughs> like this uh, no just play shit because yeah. people uh i don't care it's dancing and no <laughs> don't go down with the quality okay uh, like this so i don't i don't know i i'm uh, i'm so worried about not worried I'm so afraid about that about the quality after we reopening the club the... no it's not really i think there's going people will want to dance that's for sure like they ah, will, yeah, yeah, yeah. people who go to a club they will want to uh, go crazy yes uh, someone it's... invited me to a to like a, a breakbeat event in berlin and i was like no no I, i want something a bit harder i want to dance if i go to a, a <laughs> club or like a <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah no and, i know and livia talking about like events and going back to uh, normality i know you are performing uh, tomorrow a club yep. Rome, in yes. Rome, which is one yes. of the most interesting clubs in, in Rome. Tell us a bit more, like, what you are preparing for tomorrow. Ah, tomorrow I will do a um, different, unusual uh, DJ set, um, a bit uh, honored to um, Franco Battiato. Wow. Upa. So Great. more uh, <laughs> progressive rock uh, 70 vibe and experimental music. And I think I want to play some of my music. <laughs> yeah. But that's because I will play with and drive because uh, I am come uh, without a uh, huge uh, bag. So I don't have a lot of vinyls with me. So, yeah. So it's going to be a DJ set. Yes, DJ set for the it's first time. A clan because usually, more. yeah, usually I do the live set, but now the situation is different and they don't ask me for the live set they also they just uh, know me in Rome and they say okay book you like, um, like usual because every time they are uh, friends at home no I, I need to play yeah. there every time I pass it to Rome <laughs> yeah yeah it's 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 a, it's a beautiful place uh. I, I know the people who run it, like it, it's a great space. Uh, it is probably the, the experimental place and club in Rome. 
And, and tomorrow is going to be a seated event, so people have to uh, to sit down, right? Yes, exactly. Uh, people can dance; it's uh, illegal. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, so I prepared uh, a DJ set. So, so you know, if I prepare a DJ set to dance, and I set the amp alone, and people can't dance behind uncomfortable. So this is contextualized where you play, no? I care about people listening, of course. It's not I do whatever I want. Uh, uh, but every time, different things. And, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So let's let's see how tomorrow goes, because we just sat in front of people who have to be seated. It's going to be challenging. Yeah, I, I played it at my last um, birthday, the last year, in for the first time in the Club de Visioner. And it was so strange because uh, we, we can dance. My friends won't dance. I want, I, I want to put music too, but uh, you can't. And then you're feeling so uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. That, that, is, that is a, a bit weird. Yeah. Yeah, you, you are unhappy. Yeah, let's go with the Q&A. There is uh, some questions that came from people. Yes. Wow, okay. Okay, there is a question. Uh, uh, nowadays, I recognize the labels of collectives are almost creating one type of sound. So basically, things are getting polarized. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, this, and it's getting boring. Um, when you hear techno, this is a question for you, Olivia. When you hear techno at home, to sets or to single tracks? And what, what are the music? Music do you like more when you are home? I listen a lot of um, ra uh, radio and, and DJ sets uh, when I do something different. Uh, and I don't want to be worried about choose a track because, I don't know, I'm writing mail uh, or I don't know. Uh, so NTS, for example, uh, I'm a huge fan. <laughs> the radio, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, especially in the morning. Uh, yeah, I listen every morning, uh, basically before uh, doing the main time and listening NTS. But if I focus on listen the music, music of course I make a research, so I listen <laughs> track. Yeah. Yeah. And, and is there any other type of music that is not techno that you listen to a lot? Ah, um, now rap music, actually. <laughs> and and uh, yes, I'm starting uh, to, uh, to listen back um, uh, ambient music, and this opened my mind uh, to a lot of different uh, sub-genre uh, stuff. And... Um, yeah, so now I, I listen a lot of, um, that's why also I was starting to prepare this DJ set like 17 prog uh, progressive rock. <laughs> so this yeah. is the kind of stuff that I listen uh, at home usually. And um, yeah. Um, at home music, I think, I don't, I don't, it depends on the vibe. So if, I, if I don't want to listen to beats, I listen more um, 
ambient music uh, and uh, uh, when I do research on band camps sometimes. Uh -huh. Yes, yes. And uh, but also mm -hmm. I think um, my um, my way is uh, I, I always do parties. So um, I always listen a lot of music uh, during the weekend and uh, and the parties. And I do a lot of music, so I don't do a lot of um, research and listening. I, I starting more um, now with the pandemic, but before for me, search music was just go to the vinyl shop uh, because I was mm -hmm. mostly in the studio and uh, I listen a lot my music <laughs> because I need to yeah. understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, I, I listen a lot of, and um, so also when I want to relax my mind, uh, I listen back my music. Uh, it is like mm -hmm. a speech with myself. Uh, sometimes I say, ah, yes, uh, it's like this, <laughs> because always it's connected uh, with um, a thinking or um, an emotion. Yes, and it's a, it, it depends as well. And there is a question from uh, someone uh, in the in the audience uh, what vinyl shop do you recommend and actually let's make it more specific uh, what vinyl shops would you recommend in rome and in berlin uh, in rome uh, i always go to ultrasuoni of course and uh, in berlin my favorite uh, indian is audio in i feel so comfortable okay. there Yes, I don't know. Also, because at uh, one point you know the shop, you Audio know. The... Yes. And you, you when you know the shop, so. you you feeling more comfortable. Also, where you can find the stuff, no? Yeah. And mm -hmm. is there a reason, for example, why why like Ultrasuoni? Because you you know the the owner and you uh, you know. And they help you also select the records. I grew up uh, with uh, with Ultrasuoni. Also, I starting to get in the environment in Rome uh, clubs uh, uh, from uh, Ultrasuoni and Stadlin. Stadlin was the first yeah. place uh, from the club environment. I uh, starting to performance, uh, yeah. which is a very cool place, a cocktail bar and and uh, uh, yeah. And, uh, for Whoa, people who because haven't been to Rome, it's amazing, yeah. yeah. No, it don't exist anymore. Now Ultrasuoni is in uh, San Lorenzo. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, but also uh, was, was uh, Matteo, uh, the, the owner of the label uh, Le Boutiques du Negative, uh, mm -hmm. introduced me how to dig, basically. Wow. And uh, yeah. That's super cool. So, and that creates that kind of sense of community. And, yeah. Uh, and also, yeah. And <laughs> another question that, it, that is coming from the audience uh, What labels are you shopping from now? Are you, do you have any two, one or two, three labels that you normally pick the music from? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I have artists I always looking for because it's uh, Perfect with my kind of me. Uh, I I writing a lot of uh, rap music in the last years. So the day after, 
Jam is my is one of the label uh, course made a lot of cool records. Mm-hmm. Uh, but of, on techno music, um, um, I don't know. Mm, was one um, pharma? I get pharma. a lot of mm-hmm. yes, uh, a lot of vinyls. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not nerd about that. Uh, if you talk uh, with yeah. me about synthesizer, yes, but uh, I'm not like uh, I remember of the title of the label uh, names. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. You, you, don't, you don't you don't care so much about the yeah the, uh, the line. It, it's it's like um, no. Yeah. It's not your focus. It's not. I don't care. It's, yeah. Yes, I'm not focused on. Also because uh, yeah, my like of digging is uh, go to the shop and dig like this. So uh, I I'm buy a lot of um, uh, white label as well. So mm-hmm. not yeah, something. To, I just memorize. Uh, I don't know. Of course, uh, if I find the underground resistance, I took it uh, or <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. The classical stuff. So, yes. Yes. And uh, are there any artists that you would recommend people to check out that you are listening to at the moment? Doesn't have to be techno. Um, I don't know. But, um, you, you mean somebody from the environment now, but in uh, yeah. contemporary? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Not non super famous artists. Someone who uh-huh. is uh, up, up and coming. I, I just thinking about it because I, I always listen to old music. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Yes. How um, uh, on, uh, on Bandcamp, just because I don't remember the name, uh, but I already talked about this label um, uh, in another interview. I, I get a guest uh, for. Um, a program mm-hmm. and was it? Uh, recent interview. ah it was um shit uh, i don't remember the name i'm terrible about that <laughs> that's okay no worries <laughs> yes okay. yes no not something to recommend it <laughs> I, I i'm sure there are plenty but yeah, let's um don't, don't worry at all i'll uh if i find the interview i can find the, the label you recommended i'll include it in the show notes and so very quickly every guest at the end of the and who is a guest that you think we should really speak with and why ah yeah so many but I think the first uh, I really want in my life uh, one time make a, a speech, uh, uh, join a chat with uh, Susan Chan. With with what's 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 her name again? Susan Chan. Susan. Susan. Chani. Yes, it's the it was the woman uh, who Bukla made the fantasizer. She was. One of the famous. Uh, wow, okay. The beginning. Uh, yes, and um, also the music from her is so important to me. Uh, the feeling about she plays 
so similar uh, feeling. So uh, it's, I, I feeling it's interesting for me also make uh, a chat with a, a person have the similar approach, no? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, super interesting. Okay. I'm gonna like a mentor. <laughs> I think at the screen uh, is, is not the right person to do um, a, a chat. Uh, I or, <laughs> uh, maybe a nerdy one. But of course, it's, uh, it's again, uh, at the screen also, it's one of my examples to follow. Yeah, so, so <laughs> very interesting. I'm sure it's, it's a person to get involved. <laughs> to yeah. get for an interview. <laughs> one day we will try. Yeah, try it. <laughs> and, uh, I want to see. Yeah, we have to try. <laughs> yeah. What's the answer? And and there's a, another question we ask all the guests is um, what question do you want me to ask the next? I think it's glitching a little bit. I think there is a bit of feedback on. on yeah, on it's, it's like. What question uh, like, would you like me to ask the next guest? Yeah. <laughs> Go, say. It, it's glitching a little bit, I think. What, what question would you like us to ask the next guest without knowing who the next guest is going to be? Uh, sorry, I don't understand the question because I. Listen, like uh... maybe you can, we can try to drop the, the volume up on Instagram. Oh, actually, we, we can close Instagram because I think we are at the last question. Okay. Guys, thanks so much for being with us on Instagram. You can follow us on uh, Facebook for the last five minutes if you want. If not, thank you so much for watching. Ciao, guys. <laughs> See you next time. Thanks for following. <laughs> and nice. Okay. Um, so what, what can you hear me better now? Yeah. Amazing. And the question for you is what question would you like me to ask the next guest without knowing who they going to? So what question I think, do you think I should ask them? I should ask the okay. next Okay. Uh, important question now about the environment that uh, I think I, I, I thinking about also today with another artist uh, how is important uh, for um, the DJ to um, care about uh, the people want the audience want and uh, about the artist want. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so if they care about what the audience is asking them to do or. Uh, because the, the, the speech was uh, about uh, if artists uh, need to be worried more about what the audience wants uh, or the artists need to be mm. real and uh, not change herself uh, uh, or himself uh, for the audience. Yeah, it is it, something it. different just feeling and following the vibes uh, uh, from the dance floor. Eh? Just for yeah. example, you get a gig saying a club is not for you and you already know maybe they call you because you have an audience but they never listen to you. 
and you go there uh, about thinking uh, on the local the, the club or you just be you because yeah. this is a question uh, artists talking a, a lot about and everybody thinking different yeah I, I agree so it's more like uh, do you want to do you need to please the audience you need to do what the audience wants or you just do you don't care you do whatever you want to do and, and no because uh, for me for example the response is the compromise mm -hmm. you always uh, need to be yourself but worry about what's happening in front of you uh, but it uh, sometimes people change uh, the, the the taste or yeah, the taste to complement. Yeah. yeah, to basically fit with the with the with the current audience. Yeah. 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 Nice, very very cool question. And as you might expect, there is a question from the last guest, which is, uh, what, ah, is your purpose, right. what is your purpose in life? What do you do? What? Why you do? What is your pur purpose? Purpose. And what What do you mean purpose? Uh, what, is, what is the reason why you do what you do? Ah, because uh, I can't uh, not, uh, I, I cannot do. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only option. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I can't uh, stop to do music because it's like my um, psychoanalyst and my um, balance and my uh, friends and my uh, lover i don't know it's whole uh, no, it's, i get the response from music uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah in the beginning in the question i understand live not music so i don't know and uh, no, no, no. yeah i mean music, music i do you. because uh, i can do something different so yeah when i understand i work i make a lot of work in my life and i understand the only things I want to do also if I don't have a lot of money is music. Yeah, it's the, it's the only option. <laughs> yeah, if you want to be happy in your life, you need to do what you want. And you don't uh, accept, accept uh, compromise uh, I, I... of your happiness. Yes. Yes, I fully agree. <laughs> Uh, it, and if there was no music in the world, what would you do? Oh, if you couldn't uh, do music. <laughs> uh, probably I take uh, two pieces of stuff and I do music as well. <laughs> <laughs> I to. don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't imagine a word with music. Uh, something uh, uh, was... was uh, uh, wrong, I think, you know, in a world with the music. It it's impossible. <laughs> it would be super sad. Uh, yeah, I, um, people already uh, made this question to me, and mm -hmm. always I, I say, I don't know, maybe different hearts, but. Uh, yeah, music it's, is. <laughs> it's and, fresh, yeah. Yeah, it, it's super important. And is there anything you are looking forward to? for the next six to 12 months? Anything that could be music related, a gig, a record, anything you want? If, uh, if I prepare something, so if you want... Uh... Yeah, if you have any new projects you want to announce or any anything, any event you're looking forward to. Uh, no, 
uh, actually I don't want to, to say nothing. I have a lot of things um, uh, not ready fixed. Uh, just I uh, starting to um, to made uh, my first uh, concept album the last week after some months uh, to uh, stop to do music. Now I'm recabling my studio and oh, I'm yes. thinking, okay, <laughs> starting now to do music with a concept like uh, today I I made the the intro. And uh, the second track, the first track will be like this because the second track will be like this. I starting this this process in my uh, with myself, and I think this will be the first uh, release on my label. And uh, and nothing, uh, maybe some surprise comes, but I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right, that we'll look forward to that. And, uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to see what happens. In the meantime, enjoy the gig tomorrow at Klang. Uh, Thank you. Uh, hopefully, it's going to be a great gig, even when people have to sit. I'm sure it's going to be fun. Are you gonna yeah, it? always we have fun. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for being with us. It's been uh, amazing to, to have you. And yeah, so nice to see you again. Yeah, nice to see you again. And maybe we can see you again in Berlin. Yeah, for sure. When you're back, let me know, and then we're gonna go out for a beer now that it's possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After nine months, guys. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much, Lydia. Have a good night. Thank you too. And see you soon. See you soon. Ciao. Bye-bye. Hello, this is Joseph again. If you made it this far into the podcast, we would love to hear your feedback, and you can leave any comments anonymously or with your name, and also suggest whom we should interview next via the link bit dot li slash hos underscore feedback basically bitly hos underscore feedback if you're a creator or work in music you can also check our website www.homeofsound.co.uk for on-demand masterclasses with creators such as Ansom, Scaramaria, Francois X, Swarm Intelligence, Freddy K, Face Fatal, Vijay Martinovna, Malika Maria, Lag, BSK, Romek, Manny D, Arjun Bagale, and many, many more. And again, thank you for listening, engaging, and being with us home. Until next time.